Welcome to The Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us. Hey Phenoms, welcome back. Today is episode 9, The Self-Conscious Mind. To learn more about us and the show, check us out at www.wellnessphenoms.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. So today... Josh and I are going to be talking a little bit about um, the self-conscious mind and uh, kind of taking it way back a little bit to our past and um, starting off, I think, at a point where um, really everything kind of started to change and where that self-consciousness maybe started to creep in, at least for me. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I know for me as a child... Uh, growing up, I, I kind of had a different upbringing than a lot of people and was a little different than a lot of kids, um, at least the ones that I knew. Um, but I, uh, I guess back in, I think it was episode four where we did the meet the host episode. I kind of talked a little bit about, um, starting a business when I was 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, when I was younger, I just kind of had this like young childlike mindset and, um, I just went for stuff, you know, I just did things. There was, you know, you didn't think near as much like you do now necessarily. Right. And, um, so I had a business idea and I just rolled with it. And, uh, I think ultimately, no other kids that I went to school with or knew had a business. And so I think it, I don't know exactly what happened, but um, started to kind of run into some like bullying type stuff with that, Um, being made fun of a lot for it, being different. And um I think that's what spurred a lot of this slow progression over the course of time uh, where I started to feel different, I guess. Yeah. And for me, growing up, I, uh, my dad is in the military, so we we're constantly moving and, and uh, you know, every three years, most of, most consistently every three years, and then some two and one in there. Um, but I think as a child, it really forced me to, to kind of – um, push myself out out there to people and, and kind of be more of an outgoing kid. I knew that, you know, I everywhere we moved, I had to make new friends. And I, uh, you know, looking back, I really believe that I just knew if I wasn't outgoing and, and kind of seeked friendship, I probably would have ended up kind of alone or, or uh, you know, outside of groups. And I think, uh, you know, I know now as an adult, I just don't do well alone. I like people and, I mean, obviously I have a wife and kids and, um, but I'm just not that person that likes to be, even when I'm alone for short amounts of time, I just don't like it. I like being around people. So, yeah. um, I think it really f- was fostered through <clears throat> moving and, 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 you know, being forced in those situations to meet people. And, um, 
really, uh, I think early on in my upbringing, I just kind of had this almost kind of like a security of, of who I am and, 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 you know, people are going to kind of take me for what I am. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, you, you mentioned being bullied a little bit and, and I wasn't really, I didn't fall into that category. Um, I don't know what it was that made it. I don't know if I was, you know, I, I did different things like sports and, and stuff like that that might have helped paint the path to, away from some of that. Um, but I think, you know, at least for me growing up, it, it, it almost gave me more, a little more confidence to, to just go out there and push myself out there. Yeah, no, that's fair that, uh, I think yeah, that bullying, you know, like you were saying, you kind of just had to socialize, make friends fit in, you know, all that stuff. And I think that, you know, for me, I was in a stable place and, I think it just was, you know, and, and I was just doing, I had, like I said earlier, that fearless kind of like childlike mindset. And, um, it was really good in most cases, you know, I think it wasn't probably until the bullying started that I started wondering, like, why am I getting bullied for this? You know, like I'm not fitting in or whatever. And it started maybe making me question all these different components and aspects of, of, who I am and and why I'm being made fun of, you know, and I even, you know, it's not like I was doing huge, great, crazy things, but, you know, I was the only 12 year old that owned a business and it was something I was proud of. And, you know, initially I kind of wondered if it was like a jealousy factor or something, um, you know, because I was going out and doing all these different things between, especially like 12 and 15, you know, is when I, was doing a lot of it. Um, but in my hometown, it just, I don't know. I just got made fun of for it all the time. Yeah. And it's kind of uh, like an out of the box thing too. I mean, that I think so, you know, a lot of times we judge the different, right. We're not used to the mainstream or the, someone that doesn't do things the mainstream way. Yeah. Um, and I think in my case growing up, I'd learn, I, I just think my, <clears throat> the way I was raised, moving around and, and interacting with different people all the time, it just kind of, I think I just learned for me, it was easier to just kind of mold into that mainstream kind of. Yeah. And I feel like of, of a childhood. I know I started, you know, cause like you had mentioned, you played sports and I, I did ultimately end up moving into that realm. I mean, I, I always played sports, I guess I started like with T-ball and stuff, but I was doing some different things. I was kind of always like, you know, reaching outside of the box, I guess too. But I think as, as I moved more into middle school, high school, I tried to do more sports like basketball, stuff like that. I was in track, but I think by then I was already, you know, quote unquote different, you know? And so I think that kind of molded that. Yeah. And that's a tough time. I mean, I think especially that age, you're still trying to figure out who you are and, and who you want to be, right? I mean, there's everybody, and part of that is, you know, bullying people, giving you their opinions of who you should be, might not necessarily align with who you want to be, right? So it's that yeah. tussle of who I think I am and who I'm trying to become um, that I think you know probably help build some of those questions in your mind. Um, I know, like like I said, I did sports, and I think 
for me in the sports, it kind of, it probably gave me a little more confidence just in making friends. And then, um, you know, I think it, it gives you a network. It gave me a network at least of people that I could relate to. And, and um, you know, they probably weren't all real friends. I mean, you're in, it's adolescence, right? But yeah. at least it's a group of people that, that help help me become more familiar and I think more in tune with the area I was living in at the time. Yeah. Well, and, and with sports too, you kind of have that camaraderie type piece as well, which I think is helpful. I mean, I even found that to be kind of helpful too. And, um, you know, I know that I, I kind of moved around to different schools, but initially at my main school, mm-hmm. you know, there's that uh, like conforming piece. You know, I felt like almost like, do I do I have to be this generic conforming individual to not be made fun of essentially, you yeah. know, because obviously doing something different against the grain, you know, hindered or, you know, catered to all this bullying stuff. And it, I think that was just tough. And so it made me, I was kind of always going back and forth, figuring out like, well, here's my passion over here. I love this. You know, this is amazing. I'm doing it. But then all of a sudden I look over and it's like, holy cow, okay, I'm getting made fun of for this. So is it worth it? Yeah. Is it, am I being silly? Should I not be doing this? You know, it just makes you question everything. And, you know, I think to some extent, you know, bullying has taught me a lot of good things as well. You know, we just talked about that in the last episode, you know, finding the positives within the negative, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but I think ultimately that was where with all the bullying and stuff and that it, it started to foster to that self-conscious mindset for me mm-hmm. personally. And um, I guess kind of led to a lot of overthinking. Um, and I don't know, it just... There's there's a lot of stuff that I, I think I look at differently now because of all that. Um, you know, even just just from each decision I make now, I start to look at everything from many different angles. Yeah. You know, but I've definitely found that I'm not very outgoing, certainly. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't like the spotlight, even like something like this. And I mean, you know this, right? This podcast even for me, it was a huge, huge step yeah. because I don't like to be in the spotlight and it's just awkward and weird for me. And, and kind of, I've been working on overcoming some of that because a lot of the things that I want to do in life are going to require to be in some level of spotlight. Yeah, exactly. I think, uh, like for me, a lot of the, the, cause I'm not, I don't think, you know, we very, we different, we vary in the self-conscious and I'm, a, I'm less self-conscious, I think, than yeah. than uh, you are. Um, but really, I think as I've grown and moved on, obviously from from adolescence into adulthood and and tried different jobs and stuff, I think that I've just really solidified who I am, and um, I know that the bottom line is not everybody's going to like me, and not everybody is going to. Um, agree with the things I do, but I think the biggest thing that's like pushed me into where I can kind of combat some of the self-consciousness is that it's okay. Like it's okay. People don't agree with me or it's okay that people don't like what I'm doing. Um, because at the end of the day, it's me that matters. And, you know, some people might see that as, 
selfish or um, egotistical or something like that. But really, if you boil all the crap off it, it's just I know who I am. I accept who I am. And whether it's something I want to try or how I present myself, as long as I stick to that, it doesn't matter because there's always going to be somebody that disagrees and always going to be somebody that, that either, you know, makes fun of you or challenges you or questions or, you know, whatever that might be. And for whatever reasons they might do it. Um, I think that that's the, probably the biggest thing for me that's really pushed me into, to being able to kind of get out of my head a little bit about the self-consciousness because it still comes up. I mean, even someone that says they don't care, you do care. It just, there's different ways I think that I digest it and am able to kind of, you know, logically think through what's going on or what, what it is that is making me worry about what people are going to think or say. Yeah. I think that that's a good way to put it, you know, like, like you said, how you digest it, because I know for me personally, that's something that I've been working really hard at over the course of time. That's how I even got to this point here where I can do stuff like this and not be so overly nervous and overthink everything. And, you know, um, but it's just trying to kind of overcome all those little hurdles and intricacies that have gotten me to that point. And it, it's it's funny because I look at it and I, I, I try and envision this entire timeline from when I was younger until now. And it it's like I've, I've had this childlike mindset where I went and I started doing some, quite honestly, some pretty incredible things. I mean, especially for being at such a young age yeah. and and the things that my mind at that time was setting out to do. It's like I was just shooting for the the moon, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like when that started to get hindered, I grew into this horribly self-conscious mindset where I questioned everything, and then it, it started to hold me back from so much. The yeah. older I got, the more that kind of grew until, you know, I was an adult and all of a sudden here I am and I'm terrified to do half the stuff I want to do. Some yes, some not. It just kind of depended. But now I've been more focused on trying to regain that childlike mindset, you know, where you're, you are kind of fearless and you're not worried about everybody else. And so it's, it's like, I'm kind of trying to go back and recreate that essentially. Yeah. It's amazing how we lose that as we get older and as you know, you get more, you get into where you're working and you're doing the, the day-to-day things of life and how you just forget what it's like to be a kid. I mean, it's good to be a kid as an adult in certain aspects because yeah, like you said, it gives you the, it can give you the courage to, to try the things that you want to do that you probably wouldn't do if you were thinking too logically on what, um, you know, what people will think and, and what, uh, <clears throat> you know, your friends or family might say. I mean, look at the people that have, made great successes and innovative things that were, you know, people that thought outside the box and probably got bullied like you, you know, just because they're different. And unfortunately I think human nature is to, to really more out of fear, probably um, attack those things that are different. And if we can build that ability to kind of just push through that pain and, uh, you know, go for what we want, it's amazing what you can accomplish. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's it's not a an excuse because it was my choice ultimately at some point to kind of s- 
pump the brakes, I guess, and slow my roll on a lot of that stuff. But, um, you know, because I look back at it and, and, you know, bullying to some extents is, is very hurtful. Sure. But I, again, I found a lot of positives within that negative narrative that was going on in my life. And, um, you know, it, but I do always wonder what, what would life have looked like if I hadn't have held myself back like that, you know? Yeah. And I try not to focus on that too much because I also think that a lot of those life lessons I've learned has also brought me to a great place as well. But it is, you know, it's one of those moments. It's like, gosh, if I would have just, you know, yeah. you hit on something too. And it, it just kind of spurred a story for me. Um, yeah. When I was younger, I used to go to church and, Every Sunday, the pastor would call up. It was like a for children, right? Mm -hmm. But the pastor would always say, "For the young and the young at heart." Yeah, and <laughs> and I, I feel like that that moment though, that young at heart piece. That's that's something because there was there was a time I remember an adult or two would actually come up because that was the whole point of it, you know. And you know, I think when we're kids, that's you know, we run up there and it's like, it's our time and whatever. You don't even think about it though. But I think as an adult, you'd be like, oh shoot, you know, looking around like if, if I go up there, that's going to be kind of weird, huh? Yeah. But, you know, but it's having that young at heart mentality and that mindset and, yeah. you know, trying to counteract those thoughts. And I, I think a lot of it's just really trying to cut away that self-consciousness that because I think once we we get older we start to have all this extra responsibility and you know expectations we've gotta, yeah we've got to be professional and we got to be this that or the other and and that may be true but that doesn't mean that we can't have these big dreams and goals or be different and be successful yeah you just have to find it's almost like you know as a kid you can dream and and make mistakes and the consequences aren't as high. So, yeah. you know, if you can hold on to that, that, um, young at heart and just logically go about your goals and aspirations, I mean, it can completely, it can totally be done. It just takes a little bit more prep and processing and, yeah. um, you know, a little bit more analyzing than just being a, a child where there's the, the, co the cost of a mistake is a lot lower than potentially for an adult. Yeah, no doubt. I and think one thing for me too that that um, really helps me in my like my self consciousness or my um, fortitude, I guess, in pushing through and like the things I want to accomplish is really uh, when people doubt me. I kind of have this wiring where I'm very a type personality, and I don't like people doubting me, and I, I really want to prove people wrong if they they don't think I can do something. So, yeah. um, it kind of adds like fuel to my fire. If, if people around me are really getting in, like not negative, but you know what I mean? Where they're surprised by the things I'm going to do or show any kind of doubt that you can't do that. And oh, well, I'm going to do that. Yeah. You sit back and watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm actually kind of the same way. I don't know what it is. Um, you know, I, I think doubting, just kind of, it's a challenge, 
you know, and it's that like, okay, challenge accepted, right? Yeah, you don't think I can, nature. yeah, if I, if I believe within myself that I can do that and you're trying to tell me, I don't know about that, you know, all right, let's go. Yeah. You know, it, it just, it, it just fuels that fire. And, and I don't know why that's so different though, you know, cause I, you look at that, right. And mm-hmm. that doubt versus maybe somebody bullying you. I think maybe the difference is that hate. It's a hate driven, whereas maybe somebody doubting, it's just not so much a hateful thing. It's just they don't see it or they don't, you know, maybe feel the same way you do. Yeah, it's kind of more of like, I guess a doubter would be more of someone like questioning your ability to do something. And then a, a bully would be somebody like trying to negatively influence you not to do what you're doing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's a cross point where they both could kind of be in a similar ground, but, but I, I think that, yeah, doubting, I don't know. It just, that definitely fans the flames a little. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's a lot of how you internalize it. Right. I mean, cause really doubters, somebody doubting you in your endeavors is a negative thought on what you want to accomplish, but I think it's probably easier to digest cause it's not so aggressive or, yeah. um, you know, att- uh, antagonizing right yeah. it's more of like wow really you're gonna do that yeah when well, i thought you were gonna say attacking and yeah i, I, I think it probably was i think that would have been too a, a good way of explaining it as well because antagonizing that attack feeling you know it it really kind of hammers you down whereas just a simple doubt you know it it's not so aggressive yeah and and really and it, it has the opposite effect you know, because yeah. it, it does, it really, truly challenges me, especially again, I think it's that, that internal piece, you know, knowing that, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could do that, you know, or at least you feel you can. Yeah. You know, that confidence. Yep. And I think sometimes that confidence takes us to great places too, because, you know, maybe something that you really weren't really all that equipped to do, you were, you know, you yeah. did it anyway, you pushed through, you made it happen and so sometimes people doubting us is can be the hugest motivator. <laughs> yeah, and I think one of the like that's one of the keys to kind of fighting your subcon your self consciousness and and people um, <clears throat> worrying what people will think is really getting in tune with your confidence and you know using your logic to to really think through what what is it that I'm trying to accomplish what is it that I'm trying to to do and does it matter what they think. Or do the things they say, are they really true to what the possible outcomes are? And just kind of think, you know, think it through, digest it and see, you know, sometimes it might be, you know, I think, uh, you know, the podcast, like, like you talked about us starting this and, and putting ourselves out there was, I had unease about it at times and you had unease about it at times, but we took the leap and, and made sure we put in the hard work to make sure that, you know, things and we had structures in place and things like that. I think that. Um, in life, if you do that, then at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what everyone else thinks as long as you're standing as the person you are and, and willing to keep fighting. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, some of that comes back to that that pragmatic piece, too, about like how you were talking about what other people think, right? Because ultimately, you know, that, that phenom mindset that we've talked about in the last couple episodes and that pragmatic portion of that is thinking realistically about 
okay, yeah, maybe person A, B, and C over there are thinking all these different thoughts, but does it really matter? And, you know, I've had to go through a lot of time thinking about that kind of stuff and training my brain to kind of rewire itself a little bit because a lot of that stuff has become so toxic. And um, I think for me personally, um, like self-consciousness has, has kind of helped me in a lot of avenues. You know, it's helped me see things from a few different viewpoints that maybe were not that of my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's allowed me to kind of look deep into some of these other aspects of things and, and maybe approach things differently um, and have a little bit greater sense of awareness about myself, about other people, and kind of that emotional intelligence piece too that we've talked about recently. But um, I think it, it, it has been helpful on a lot of notes. But that toxicity comes out when that self-consciousness starts to run so deep that I think that it's, it, it's toxic because it's holding you back from so much stuff. Yeah. So when you get to that level where, you know, where I'm limiting myself and I'm holding myself back from all these activities or it could be a job or what, whatever it might be, or even just socialization, you know, like being fearful of talking to somebody because you don't know who they are and you don't know what they're about and how they're going to react. Yeah. And, you know, I've gotten pretty good at that. Like I'll go up and talk to random people all the time now, just starting with a, Hey, how are you smiling at them? Whatever. I, I love to do that. You know, I used Me to do too, that yeah. so much as a child as well. But, um, you know, that, that conversation starter, a lot of people, especially that are self-conscious, they hold themselves back from that. And, and I can't even imagine all the relationships and what have you's that may not have occurred because of that. Yeah. That you're missing out on Yeah, or learning opportunities or I think like you talked about the to- toxicity of it and ensuring that it's non-toxic i think it's like everything else in life you got to balance in both i think that you know a level of self-consciousness is important um because if you if you go too far to the one way you're obviously not going to make any relationships because you're just going to be you know not able to interact with people not able to really function as a what is it a, a acceptable person in society i don't know yeah. i mean <clears throat> if you go too far where you don't care anything about what people think, then you're going to scare people away, right? You have to have a balance of that. And then also being able to make sure you don't limit yourself, ensure that you don't make your own your own life toxic and where you're so scared to interact or so scared to talk to people or even put yourself out there at all. Yeah, well, you're exactly right. I mean, because if you're so egotistical, right, that you just – you don't – give two rips about anybody else, right? And all yeah. you care about is me, 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 I, 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 right? This, that, and the other. Nobody else is important. You're going to be so off-putting to everybody else that nobody's going to want to be around you. Whereas on the reverse of that, you know, if you become so self-conscious that you basically become a recluse yeah. and, you know, crawl into a hole and hide away the rest of your life, I mean... Neither one is good. And it's exactly like you said, it's all about balance. And I think that's that's been the struggle that I've had over the course of time. And I think a lot of the lessons that I've learned too is just that, 
why balance is so important. Yeah. And, you know, having that self-conscious piece there sometimes can be a positive, but, but letting it overrun your life and becoming, you know, to that level where it is toxic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. And so, you know, finding that balance was kind of a magical thing. And I think I'm still finding it, but I'm, I'm nearing into that area where it's starting to feel a lot more comfortable, you know, and I'm able to do stuff like this, sit yeah, here with you and do a podcast. Tweaking, right? As you go along. I mean, yeah. some things will, you know, and I think it's like everything else in wellness, which is, it's always changing. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes you'll need to be more self-conscious in situations and sometimes you can let your guard down a little bit more. I think it's kind of reading, reading the crowd and reading the what you're trying to accomplish and who you're trying to accomplish it with. Right. Cause some people will react better to a more subdued self-conscious person. And, yeah. um, you know, other groups of people will, they like the more boisterous outgoing, don't really care what people think. So it kind of just depends on where, you know, like I said, ultimately I defined, define who I was, I think, and, and just accept that that's who I am. And I can, you know, you can obviously adjust as you need to. Yeah. Um, but making sure you're, True to yourself is ultimately important. I agree wholeheartedly. I think it's uh, very important to be able to, you know, be who you are. Because if you're if if you're not ultimately, I mean, I I think a lot of this comes down to the fact that we, we've got one life to live, you know, and being true to ourselves and and who we're meant to be and who we should be, um, is is what it's all about, you know. And I think you know, going through that phase where I started to question everything that I was so passionate and loved so much yeah. that it, you know, it, it's kind of sad to look back at that. Cause it's like, Oh, I started to tear it all back down, you know? And, and now kind of being true to myself and who I'm supposed to be, I'm so much happier in yeah. general, like yeah. I was back then, <laughs> you and know, it doesn't matter as much when people question you or, you know, give you negative feedback. I mean, you can look at it and say, well, this is who I am and this is where I'm going. And if it's helpful feedback, it's helpful. If it's not, then, well, that's not my path. I'm going this way. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's good to have that awareness and, and that confidence, I guess, you know, to, to be able to have that view on stuff and, and trudge forward, you know, or rather not trudge, right? You're just doing it. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you're trudging, you're kind of dragging your feet a little bit, I feel <laughs> yeah. like. But you know what I mean? Yeah. It just, um, you know, and I think that I'm still trying to find that a little bit. You know, maybe I am trudging a little sometimes, you know. Um, but I think that ultimately that's the, you just want to be able to free flow, free move, you know, and not be weighed down by everybody else's opinions of, what they think you should be and who you should be and and how you should act or talk or do this, do that, right? It's it's being again true to yourself and who you should be. And, That's exactly right. And, and you know, the one thing we are guaranteed is everybody's gonna have an opinion. Yes, they so, are. I think yeah. that's one constant that we do have. Yeah. Just take it or leave it and and uh you know, keep going. But if like I said, if you don't know who you are um, it's a struggle. I mean, I know times in my life where, you know, you, you question who you are, where you're going or what, what, what you're doing with your life. And 
it just is so much easier if you can define it. Yeah. And know the why. Yeah. And it just makes it easy. I think that's everything right there. You know, it's it's what it's all about. So I think that's the end goal, you know, is to yeah. get to that point where you've found your your meaning within life and what you're meant to do and that can always change and you know I think people are meant to do a lot of different things and you know it's just how many of those things you uncover over the course of your life but finding that and having that confidence and lack of fear to just go ahead and that fortitude right to even when there is a little fear to just push through and do it anyway it's an amazing thing yep sure is so well I think that uh, it's time to maybe move into the afterthought for today. Um, For those of you that are new to the show, the afterthought is where we leave you with quotes, challenges, or other thoughtful moments. And today, Josh and I have uh, just a couple quotes for you. Um, The one that I found is by Howard Thurman, and it says, Don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive, and then go do that. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. My quote's from Luis L. Hay. Uh, You have been criticizing yourself for years and it hasn't worked. Try approving of yourself and see what happens. All right, everyone. Well, don't forget to check out our website at www.wellnessphenoms.com and find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook and well, YouTube as well um, at Wellness Phenoms. And you can go subscribe to our show so you make sure you don't miss any new episodes. Alrighty, Phenoms. Until next time, enjoy the journey and stay well. <laughs>